Hey everybody, it's Lon Seidman. It's time once again for your weekly wrap up. And this week, we're gonna take a look at a very serious security breach at T-Mobile. They lost a good chunk of their customer database. That includes prior customers and current ones. And a lot of personal data was leaked out. We're gonna take a closer look at it right now. So let's get to it. Now, T-Mobile has established a web page to keep customers up to date as to what's going on here. Unfortunately, like many other big breaches we've talked about, the information on this site is not complete. You have to dig around a lot to get the full picture as to how bad this really is. And this speaks to an ongoing problem that I have with these big companies that we trust with our data not properly disclosing things when that data gets compromised. In fact, in this instance, T-Mobile wasn't saying anything until journalists at Vice heard about it. Uh, This article appeared on their motherboard site, and it was only after they started working on this article that T-Mobile actually acknowledged that there was a big loss of data here. Uh, So this speaks to, again, because we have a lack of regulatory structure in the United States about data privacy, these companies don't have to do anything. And in this case, they only acted when it was about to get out in the media. So let's take a look and see what they are telling customers was breached on this website. And you can see here that their investigation is ongoing and it's going to vary based on the individual. But the bottom line here is that for most people, your name, your driver's license, and or your government identification number, social security number, dates of birth, T-Mobile prepaid PIN numbers if you had a prepaid account, addresses and phone numbers were all part of this data leak, leaked out in plain text that anyone can get access to. I do like though that they bolded this part at the end, which says that your personal financial information like your credit or debit card was not part of the leak here, but they really don't need those things if they have all the other stuff because you can very easily reset a password if you know all of this personal information about somebody. Now, if you dig deeper into the T-Mobile website, you will find just how awful uh, this leak is. And if we look at this page from a day or two ago and look at the first bullet here, you can see that initially they found that 7.8 million current customers who were postpaid, in other words, customers that get a bill every month, had their first and last names, their date of birth, their social security number, their driver's license or government ID number leaked out to these hackers. And then they also determined that phone numbers, including the assigned IMEI and IMSI information was part of that. And basically that is the serial number on your phone or SIM card that is used to match your number up to the phone. And we'll talk about why this is a big problem in a few minutes here. And then they went back through and discovered that another 5.3 million postpaid customers also had this information leaked, although that 5.3 million customer list did not have their social security number or driver's license compromised, but everything else was on it. So we've got 13.1 million people affected here that are current customers who get a bill in the mail every month. And then there's 40 million former customers or prospective customers who have had their first and last names, their date of birth, their social security number, and their driver's license or government ID also compromised. And then they found another 667,000 accounts of former customers that also lost similar information, but this did not include their social security number or driver's licenses, but there's still quite a bit there leaked. But wait, there's more, because in addition to what we just talked about, 
There are 850,000 active T-Mobile prepaid customers who had their phone numbers and account pins exposed. Now what they did do here, because they could fix this problem, is reset all of the pins on those accounts and that would make these accounts harder to get access to. So to some degree, if you have a prepaid account with T-Mobile, you're probably in better shape than somebody who's getting a bill from them every month. But either way, you can see that we're talking about tens of millions of people here who now have their data just floating around in the dark web. So what is T-Mobile doing about this? Well, they do what every company does after they get breached. They give you some free identity theft protection, this being offered through McAfee. However, this protection is only for two years. And in some states, you don't get the full protection. So for example, this policy they're offering includes a million dollars of identity insurance if somebody were to steal your identity and cause you a lot of trouble. The problem is this insurance policy is not available in New York or Puerto Rico. So if you're in one of those two locations, you don't get the full protection here. And to be honest with you, I don't think two years is enough, especially given the information that was leaked out from this breach. I think we got to get to a point where these companies offer a lifetime of protection, especially when something is as significant as what was leaked here, because it's going to still be valid data even 10 years from now if they happen to get a hold of the database and start trying to see which name and social security number combinations might work for a credit card. Another thing they are offering is their scam shield, which apparently was a feature they were already offering, but this does nothing to address the problems of this data breach. This is basically a scam call blocker to keep that uh, auto warranty person from calling you repeatedly. So this is offering really no protection for the breach, but it looks nice to include it on the page there. So that one's kind of a wasted thing. And the last thing they're offering customers is their free account takeover protection service. Now, I thought this would protect you against something called a SIM swap scam. And what happens in a SIM swap scam is that a scammer calls up customer service and convinces them that they're you and they get the customer service agent to switch the phone number that you have over to a SIM card that the scammer has in their possession. And once that happens, your phone becomes their phone. And this has happened on a number of occasions. And unfortunately, the protection that they're offering called account takeover protection doesn't do anything about SIM swaps. It is strictly there, according to this discussion on Reddit, to prevent somebody from porting your number out to another carrier. But I think the SIM swapping thing is a far greater risk and danger to people who've had their information leaked. Let's take a look at some examples of what can happen when a SIM is swapped. Now, one example of a really scary SIM swap happened to Boogie2988, who's a popular gaming YouTuber. He was at a conference, and while he was at that conference, somebody apparently did a SIM swap to him. A scammer called up Verizon, utilized the old-fashioned social engineering technique to convince the customer service agent that he was, in fact, Boogie2988, and they were able to do that convincing based on information they had about him. A lot of that information, by the way, was just leaked out by T-Mobile about all of their current and former customers. And when they were on the phone, they were able to convince that Verizon representative to assign a different SIM card to Boogie's phone number. And of course, the SIM card that they assigned it to was in the scammer's possession. And they were able to take down just about everything 
that Boogie had in his digital possession. That included his YouTube channel and PayPal. And the reason why they were able to do that is that Boogie was using SMS messages as a second factor of authentication. So my tip for everyone who's concerned about this T-Mobile thing is to remove SMS authentication on every service that you can, especially Google and other things that are linked to a lot of other sources. And one of the ways you can provide an alternative second factor is to use the Google Authenticator app or some of the other apps that are compatible with Google Authenticator. That will take everything off of SMS and put it into a much more secure two-factor system. If you really want to go for the gusto, I would get something like a YubiKey where you have to have a physical hardware key to validate that second factor. But SMS authentication, especially in the wake of this T-Mobile breach, is really something you need to remove right now because these scammers have enough information in their possession to call up any carrier or just about anyone you do business with and convince them that they are you based on the fact that they've got social security numbers, driver's licenses, addresses, phone numbers, IMEI information, they got everything. And I think you really gotta turn this off immediately if you're using it anywhere. Now there is a really helpful site that can help you figure out uh, what services use what kind of second factor authentication. And the big concern I have, looking at some of the most popular banks here in the US, is that all of these banks almost primarily rely upon SMS as their second factor authentication. That includes Ally Bank, who we were complaining about last week when they had a major uh, slip up of their data systems. Uh, and as you can see here, uh, only one of the top banks, according to the second factor directory site, actually supports a hardware key. Actually, two do, Wells Fargo and Bank of America. But nobody on this list supports Google Authenticator. So for the most part, customers are using SMS as the second factor. But as you can see, it's really dangerous to be protecting your banking information with text messaging. And unfortunately, the major banks here in the US really got to get their act together and at least offer a software token option, which is easy for consumers to implement. Now, one other thing I suggest you do is check out the website, haveibeenpwned.com. Uh, we have mentioned this in the past, and they currently are tracking over 11 billion pieces of private information that are floating around on the dark web. And this new leak of very valuable mobile phone customer data can be cross-referenced against everything else that's out there floating around. And that's why you've really got to keep an eye on this site to see what information is out there about you so you can better protect yourself. And what's crazy about this site is that every time you visit, uh, you can see some of the things that recently got added to the mix. So for example, 2.7 million Audi accounts were apparently compromised. And this included not only names and social security numbers, but also their vehicle identification numbers. And you can see having all of this information out there can be put together into a profile, making it really easy for somebody to impersonate you and steal your personal information. And this could happen today, tomorrow, or even four years from now, which is why breaches like this one need more than just two years of protection covered by these companies. Undoubtedly, there'll be some class action lawsuit. You'll get a check for 30 or 50 bucks in the mail, maybe, or maybe a credit against future service, but it's really not enough. And I think we need a regulatory structure somewhere 
to better protect customers because right now some states in the U.S. have it, some don't. Meanwhile, these companies don't have to say a word until journalists call them. And who knows how long T-Mobile would have kept this under wraps until we found out about it. So take the steps you need to do right now to protect yourself if you are a current or former uh, T-Mobile customer. And of course, uh, it's good to do a good security audit of all of your different accounts on a regular basis and find a good password manager that you can use to manage everything. We might cover that in an upcoming video. But this is another bad one, everybody. And unfortunately, there are no easy ways right now to protect yourself. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, this week's wrap-up is being brought to you by all of you. We've got a new Floatplane subscriber, Rob C.H., to thank this week, along with two new YouTube members, Steve S. and Ridwan Gasol. I want to thank everyone for their contributions this week and everyone who's been contributing on an ongoing basis and all of you who watch on a regular basis, too, because all of those things equal channel growth. And if you want to support the channel, you can. You can go to lon.tv support and make a monthly or a one-time contribution via our donor box page. We also support Floatplane, as you saw, and the YouTube membership program with that join button down below. And we also support Patreon. You can find me on a lot of other places, including completely ad-free over on Amazon at lon.tv slash Amazon shop. Most of the videos on the YouTube channel end up over there. And we have some ways to engage with the channel as well, including our new Discord, which I sometimes pop into. And I want to thank Mark Dell and Brian Parker, who've been getting that thing all set up and operating and moderated. And it's a fun place to connect with everybody. And of course, we still have the Facebook group where a lot of you also talk to each other and me. And I'll try to spend a little bit more time in both. And then we've got my store at lon.tv store, where I sell previously used items that we reviewed here on the channel. I'm going to be listing the Star Trek communicator very shortly. And these are the actual items that I reviewed, except I sell them at a price lower than new because they have been used for the purposes of being reviewed. So if you want to get notified every time we add something to the store, you can sign up for the email alert right here. And that is going to do it for this week's weekly wrap-up. Hopefully you can keep your data safe out there because it is getting a bit crazy. And hopefully you were not tied up with this T-Mobile mess. But if you were, hopefully this information was of useful assistance. That'll do it for now. Until next time, this is Lon Seidman. Thanks for watching. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up later in the week. This channel is brought to you by the Lon.TV supporters, including Gold Level supporters Chris Allegretta, Tom Albrecht, Jim Callagher, Hot Sauce and Video Games, and Brian Parker. If you want to help the channel, you can by contributing as little as a dollar a month.
Head over to lon.tv slash support to learn more. And don't forget to subscribe. Visit lon.tv slash s.